ערב שבת קודש, מאזינים יקרים, אנחנו כאן, we are here like every Friday. בעזרת השם נעשה ונצליח, we coming to חודש ניסן, this ראש חודש, this שבת, and we also, בסייעתא דשמיא, starting a new ספר, ספר ויקרא. We going to into different world when we start Sefer Vaikra, a world of Korbanot. And for us, that we are so far away from Bet HaMikdash, so many years without a Bet HaMikdash, So the Korbanot, it's look like something that very far from us. We don't even saw one time how to bring a Korban. We could study it, but to feel it, to understand it deep, it's very hard. All the Rishonim, try to understand what's the reason of that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us such a mitzvah of bringing a korban. As we know, there is so much different korbanot. There is korban on chatat, if you did something by mistake. You, for example, mechalel Shabbat by mistake, b'shogeg. You need to bring a korban. There is Korban of the Tzibur, there is Korban Atamid, there is Korban Toda, many type of Korbanot. Nedava, what's the purpose of the Korbanot? It's one of the biggest questions that all the Rishonim dealing with. The Rambam, and the Rabbeinu Bechaye, and the Ramban, and everyone start to give explanation and what he think, what are the reasons. But we know it's a chok. Chok is a something that we don't understand. And Rabbeinu Bachir is right it. And he says that there is a big secret in the Korbanot which we don't understand. And those people that do understand, they have a lot of happiness from this mitzvah. That's, what, that's basically what he says. And he's not touching and explaining to her what is the reason because he says it's a secret. It's secret that there is in this world that if you bring a korban, it's made a kadosh baruch hu feel good whatever is mean. Reach nichoach ishel Hashem. The Rambam In a Sefer, Moreh Nebuchim, he's over there, he's mentioned the reason of the Korbanot according to his opinion. And he said that the purpose of all the Korbanot is what? Because the Jewish nation create in the place 
of the people that worship Avodah Zarah, the people that dealing with uh, people like in Mitzrayim used to make Avodah Zarah from the sheep and they don't touch the animals. In order for us to take us out from this worship of Avodah Zarah, Hashem says that's the opposite. Take this animal and sacrifice this animal and bring it to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And you, by doing it, destroy you. If you have any attention to think that the cow or the sheep has any way of that they are gods, like the Egyptian think. So that's why Hashem says, take those animals and sacrifice to me for this and these reasons. And by this, you're going to feel that is no one else in the world beside Hashem. That's what the Rambam writes in the Moreh Nebuchim. And the Ramban, Rabbeinu Moshe ben Nachman, brings him down in this week parasha. And he says that he doesn't like this explanation. And he's bringing his own explanation. And he says that according to my understanding, the Ramban says that the sacrifice of the korbanot is a totally different reason. Since the person, when he do a sin, he sin with his body, he sins sometimes with the thinking with the with the with the head, and he thinking with talking. So the Ramban says we have to bring a korban. And by bringing a korban and the shech the korban and the sacrifice the korban and do the sprinkling of the blood on the mizbeach, you have to think and to believe. That's exactly what was supposed to happen to me. When I did an avera with my body, this body will sacrifice to the mizbeach. And that I have to put my two hands on the korban to represent the Dibur and to represent the Machshava. All those things what involved of doing the Avera, they need a Kapara. And we have to do the Shechita and the springing of the Dam and to take the insight, insight all the there is the inside part of the animal and to bring it to the Mizbeach and to burn it because over there there's the Ta'avot. It's all the inside part of the of the body. And what the Ramban is talking about, when you do mitzvah, when you do Avera, Bemezid in purpose, it's no Korban. The Korban cannot bring a Kapara of something that you do by purpose. Something that you do by mistake, there is a korban, by shogeg. But if you do something with purpose, it's no korban, it's a punishment. So what does the Ramban mean? That you bring a korban in order to have a kapara. That what happened to the animal is supposed to happen to you. is discussing the person when he do mitzavera by mistake. That even if he did avera by mistake, he has to think that everything here, that happened to the animal was supposed to happen to me. But why? 
It was a mistake. It was shogeg. I wake up in the middle of the night and I thought it's Tuesday and I turn on the light. Why I have to get why I have to bring a korban and to think that whatever happened to the korban happened to me? Why? I just didn't realize it's Shabbat. I just thought it's Tuesday. Yes, Rabotai, in the Torah is not such a thing. Almost shogeg. What does it mean shogeg? Shogeg mean that obviously we're not in this level, but shogeg mean that you didn't have enough respect to the Shabbat. You didn't respect so much the importance of Shabbat. Because if you will realize that Chilul Shabbat, even if the smallest thing, it's very, very big sin, you will not do it and you will be very far from it. If you will know that when turn on the light, you're going to get electric shock, you'll be able to prepare yourself for it. You're going to write a sign. You're going to make sure that no one will touch it because you know it's dangerous. If you, we will, will think that to turn on the light on Shabbat, it's something that make a big sin is dangerous for our soul you will be very scared to live the light like this. We're going to do a million things. And that's in every part of the shogeg. Because in every mistake, there is a little bit neglected. Why you wasn't careful? Why? Because you, you ask your worker, why are you late? No, I find a parking. I, I, I miss the bus. I missed the train. But it's not enough excuse. Why didn't think in the front in b- before it? You might gonna not gonna find parking. You can come in the last minute and say, I cannot find a park. You mean you don't think too much about it? It's not important to you. It's mezulzal. It's healthcare. You don't care. That's why you're coming now giving excuses. That's how people speak to the workers. And that's exactly what does it mean when you do Avera Shogeg, it means it wasn't so important to me. And yes, I have to fix myself that it will not happen again. And yes, I'm supposed to get punished for it. But Hashem is Avera Chamim and He said, bring Korban and that's it. That's what the Rav Shach, the Chetzadik Vekadosh Livracha, in his Sefer, Avi Ezri, is right. That if someone has only one Avera that he did in his life. Avera Beshogeg, and he wants to make a Vidui. What's the way of the Vidui should say? You know, in the Vidui we says, Chatati, Aviti, Pashati. Chatati, it's if I did something by mistake. Aviti, if I did something by purpose. And Pashati, if I did something to rebel against HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So Seder Ravshach, she did one Avera in, in, in mistake, and he went, want to be, make vidui. Do we have to say the old three words, chatati, aviti, pashati? Or 
is enough to say chatati because it's only was shogeg. And he said over there that he must, you must say the all three leshonot, all three words, chatati, aviti, pashati. Why? Because in every shogeg, there is a little bit of mezid. In every shogeg, there is a little bit of neglecting. And that's, he says, ואבוני לא כיסיתי, אמרתי אודה עלי פשעי. דוד המלך says, I had a sin only by שוגג, חטאתי אודיעך, but I said the old חטאתי, אביתי, אין פשעתי, חטאתי אודיעך, ואבוני לא כיסיתי, אמרתי אודה עלי פשעי. דוד המלך, when he had one sin by שוגג, he wants to make video, he says the old tree of them. Why? Because he felt That in every shogeg, there is something that it's considered mezid. And that's why the Ramban says that in order for us to feel what does it mean to go against the Kadosh Baruch Hu, even by mistake, we have to bring a korban. But in order to understand, Moray Verabotai, the explanation of the Ramban, because the Ramban, said something and we have to clarify what he meant. He says that all the korbanot, the reason of the korbanot is for what? Is for in order that we take it out from the Avodah Zarah, that we live in the places, in the nations that over there used to worship Avodah Zarah to the sheep, to the cows. They have to take it and to bring it to the Mizbeach. in order to take from our neshama, our machshava, that there is, chas v'shalom, any power to those animals, like there is people in Hodu that still believe till today that the cow is, is represent God, or the cow is a God. Those people that don't have so much understanding I remember uh, I went to some store to fix my phone and uh, there is a guy over there that he was, a, he was selling me, the, he was fixing my phone and, and he started to ask me about the election in Israel. So whatever, so I, start, I explained to him that there is a Borel Olam and he gave the land to the Jewish nation. I started to explain to him And he, said, he told me he doesn't believe that there is creation of the world. So I told him, look in your shelf right here. Look how, much you, how many phones you have. Who created all these phones? The company. So I told him if the company created the phone and not created by himself, so the world is much more complicated of the phones. But he didn't want to accept it. And he, he didn't have any answer. But the people that grew up in such a way... They cannot think different. So that's why Rambam says that we live, we grew up in Egypt, and we saw so much Avodah Zarah, so much worship to the Avodah Zarah, you we must take it out from your heart. And now you take it out from your heart by bringing the Korban. But the Rambam means something more deep than this. The Rambam means that There is something which called Avodah Zarah, but it's not in the v- v- mean of the Avodah Zarah that we're saying. 
עבודה זרה could be עבודה שהיא זרה לשם. Not to worship to פסילים. Not to worship עבודה זרה. עבודה שהיא זרה. Sometimes you do an action that this action is זר, is different, is not in the way of השם. And this also called עבודה זרה. And the Gemara brings a few explanation, few statements. For example, the Gemara says, כל הכועס כאילו עובד עבודה זרה. What does it mean? Somebody has an anger, is angry, and he כועס on the people, is כאילו עובד עבודה זרה. What does it mean? It means that he's not worship now, a cow, but he's worship something that is against the Hashem, against the Kadosh Baruch Hu. And there is a little bit here from עבודה זרה. Because if you look inside and you start to think, why I'm angry? Why I'm in Koes? Why? What's the reason? Because this guy or my wife or this person tell me something or he hurt my kavod or he didn't listen to me. I told him to do it and he didn't do it. I told my wife to prepare it and she didn't do it. It means that you... Recognize and you machshiv yourself that how come people don't listen to me? The shorish, the root of kaas is a gava. Because you think that I, what, what do you mean? I'm not deserving it? What do you mean? Why you didn't listen to me? What do you mean? Why you tell me this? What do you think you, who you think you are? The kaas starts from the root of the gava. And the Gava, it means I'm here and no one else. And this Avodah Zarah, because there is a Kadosh Baruch Hu. That in you are nothing. And you not deserve anything. And once you says uh, me and me and me, and how come he did, it? he did it to me? How come she said to me? And you get an angry on something. The root of the anger is Avodah Zarah. You worship Avodah Zarah right now. And also about the Gava says, Kol ha-mitgae ke'ilu oved avodah zara because it's the same thing. It's not that you worship something, you consider yourself too much. What does it mean, consider yourself? Let's say the guy is the best in computers. He knows exactly how to fix. In a few minutes you give him a computer wrong, he could change it, he could fix it. And he's very smart and he's very talented in this And this issue on computers. So if somebody asks me, do you know computer, what he has to say? No, I'm not. No, he's not. He doesn't have to say, I'm, I, don't know, I don't know nothing. If he says, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good at computers, it's not a gava. This is an emet, it's good. What does gava mean? When you think you deserve something. For it, you consider yourself something because of that that you know computers. Here start the gava. Somebody think that he deserves something because he's looking good, because she's looking good, because she has a nice dress, she has a nice earrings, and all this, they deserve something. People have to respect me. It's here. Start the Gava, because everything that you have, 
It's from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You don't have nothing. If you're smart in computer, it's a present that Hashem gave it to you. It's Matana. If you look good, it's Matana from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Why, why you think people have to give you respect? If you have money, it's Matana. Why you look on people down because you have money? You didn't do nothing from it. Nothing, zero. Hashem decide in Shamaim that you need to get this money. And that's it. You didn't do nothing. Even if you will sleep in the bed, you will get the same thing. So the Gava start when a person start to say, Ani, I am, they belong to me. I did it. I know, not like Yosef HaTzadik that says, Biladai Elokim et Shlom Paro. I don't know nothing. I everything that I know it's from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. I know to say answers on Chalomot. I don't say I don't know. I know, but it's not for me. It's from Hashem, and I don't deserve anything from it. That's how the person should behave with his good thing that he had, with his talent that he had, and that's why there is another part of Avodah Zarah. And the Korban, says the Rambam, has to take this Ani and to break it to the pieces. And that's the pers- purpose of the Korbanot. What's the purpose of the Korbanot? The Korbanot is bring us to break that who I am. And how the Korban exactly is doing it. The biggest Korban that ever happened is Akedat Yitzchak. Akedat Yitzchak was the biggest korban that ever happened in history. Akadosh Baruch Hu told Avraham Avinu, Kachna et bincha et yechidecha asher avta et Yitzchak ve'aleo le'ola. Bring him as a korban, your own son, the only son, the one that you love, one that you had after 100 years, it's taking the Ani of Avraham Avinu. It's me, the, the son of a person. It's something that is part of himself. And take it and break it to the pieces and understand it's not yours. It's belong to Hashem and bring a sacrifice to Hashem. That's a very high level of breaking the Ani. And every every time that a person bring a Korban he has to feel that I'm taking something for myself and I bring to Hashem Lirzonchem Tizbachu you have to be Zoveach your Ratzon your wish when you wish something to do which is against the Torah you bring Korban even today 2015 when you want something and you do it you know it's against the Torah it's the biggest Korban that could ever sacrifice to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I want very much to do this Avera, 
to speak Lashon Hara, to go in that with Tzniut. I want it very, but I know it's a sur and I'm willing to capture and to change my wish because of Hashem said, you bring yourself on the Mizbeach. I heard a story that I couldn't believe, but I heard it from a very trusty person that it was a couple of people that came from Russia a few, I don't know how many years ago, they came to Williamsburg. And they didn't have any family. It was a couple, older couple, and the Hasidim in Williamsburg, which mostly Satmer, they Baal Chesed, and they gave them place to live. And she used to work in uh, some kitchen of the some yeshiva. And very simple Jews that lived live there in Williamsburg for 10, 15 years. And one morning, the woman wakes up and she see that her husband away and he's not waking up. She called right away the Tzalad, Heva Kadisha, and they start to do the Halvaya, the gathering few people, there was not so much people, they knew them, and they make a spedim and then start to travel to the cemetery in Long Island. And they have only 10 people from the Hevra Kadisha because she has no relatives and no, no much, not so much people that with her. And almost 10, 15 people to go with them to the cemetery to bury her husband. And when they're going to the cemetery and they take they take him down to bury him, she was standing there and she started to crying and she says, My dear husband, you know why we don't have any son here to say Kaddish on you. To make it Gadal Vid Kadash for your Neshama. You know why? Because 40 years when we live in Russia, we didn't have a mikveh tahara, and you didn't touch even in one finger. For 40 years, you sacrifice yourself to Akadosh Baruch Hu. This is the biggest Kaddish that ever could say on the Neshama of a person. Right is no, we are no son of here, we have no one. Because you sacrifice yourself and to pre- prevent yourself from doing Avera for 40 years, just because we couldn't have any place to become Tahor. Unbelievable how a simple Jewish, not a big Rabbanim, not Tzadikim, a person that understand what does it mean 
to go in the direction of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to sacrifice Ritzonot. No, I want it. I want to do it. I want to go. I want to... It's a sur to go there. Why are you going there? You know it's a sur. You know it's a sur to have such a thing, such a phone, such... No, I don't... I want it. Sacrifice it. You don't know how much power we have in our hand that be able to sacrifice ourselves to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And even, even though we don't have a korban today, but the biggest korban, it's what we could sacrifice to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And in these days, people dealing with Pesach, they prepare themselves for Passover, Pesach, they're cleaning the house, they're doing shopping, and we very technicality with those mitzvot. We're looking, and which is good, to kashrut, every item is okay to buy, not okay to buy, you need kashrut, you don't need kashrut, what's the kashrut level that you need? And they make a lot of dikdukim in the meat and all the problem with the meat and where to buy the meat and everybody have so much dikdukim and especially in the Jewish people when they come to Pesach, so much chumrot, and uh, cleaning the house, Ashrem Israel, unbelievable. I'm at the caring of the mitzvot. But the tachlit of the purpose of all mitzvot is to fix the measurement, the midot, the behaving the actual behaving of the people. And I saw the famous Rav Miller, the Tzadik Vekadosh Livracha, they're putting out a, 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 a card or, or, or principle from his speeches, and he says, 10 commandments, I don't know, call it 10 principles, which I want to read it to you, and to understand, figure out something over there. The first thing that he says, if you will do this 10 principles, your life would be much more valuable, better, feel good, and you're going to change your actions, which is very important to follow this 10 thing. First one, he says, put 30 seconds a day to think about the next world. 30 seconds a day to think about the next world. What will be where I'm going? Do I ready for it? It's around the corner. 120 years is not so, so far. So I have to think about it. What I'm going to say, how I'm looking, not too much. You could do it even 30 seconds. 
to say one time, second, second thing that he says, to say one time a day, Hashem, I love you. The third thing that he says, do one action of chesed that no one knows beside the Kadosh Baruch Hu for sure. To, to make sure that it's Lishma. The four things that he says, Te'oded, Magbi Ashfalim, be like Hashem, take someone and tell him a good word, make him feel good. You see he's down, tell him a good word. One time a day. The fifth thing he says, Takdish Dakale Machshava, think one minute a day, in the end, before you go to sleep, what happened to you during the day? What you did wrong? What you need to fix? What happened to me? What avarala in this day? One minute before you go to sleep. That's it. And then he says, Ma'asecha shamayim. Think about it one time a day that you need to do your action in the sake of Hashem. And think about it when you're eating. When you're eating, you big shuarma uh, with a baguette, I don't know, big big sandwich. Could be Lashem Shamayim. Say, I'm eating Lashem Shamayim. I need strength to work for Kadosh Baruch Hu, for my family. Do it Lashem Shamayim. And then he says, one time in the day, look in the face of something, somebody, and think I'm looking in the Tselem Elokim, a looking of the Kivyachol faces of Hashem. And then he says, one time a day, give big smile to somebody, like Hashem smiled to you. And then the ninth thing he says. In Malbish Arumim, when you say Birkat Malbish Arumim, think a little bit and appreciate about the clothes, what Hashem gave you, everything in the clothes that there is, the pocket, every little thing that you got, think about it a little bit when you do Birkat Malbish Arumim. And the tenth thing he says, sit for a short time on the floor, one time a day, and think about Yerushalayim. Now, when I read these ten things, I look and I th- and I say, it doesn't mention anything about the mitzvot. Be careful in the mitzvot. Be be aware which meat you buy. Bishul Israel about the rice in Pesach. It has to be rich, not enriched. About the cleaning, about what to eat, Shabbat. Nothing. Rav Miller, Allah Shalom, come to tell us that you could do all the mitzvot, 613 mitzvot, and to pray three times a day, and to do all the action of the mitzvot, and still you could be far away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and you could shame people in the way, and you could scream in your husband in the way, and the husband could not give respect to his wife on the way because he need to do this mitzvah. Because he's looking now for this certain mitzvah, he could shame everyone. And in this way, you're taking the all 
Important of the mitzvot. Why Hashem give us so much mitzvot? He know that we gonna take care about them. We gonna fix ourselves inside. But if people come to class of halacha or whatever, and they start to wants to know, and there is, and then people start to spell lashon hara one another. What she ask? It's good question. Not good question. You mean we're missing the all important of the mitzvot because you want to do good but by the way you're doing all ten averot because I don't know you're doing from Hashem in this we know we're doing from Hashem in a big but we don't think when we do a mitzvah especially when we go to pray we're doing in a machine so Rav Miller come here and give you ten principles that will this ten you will be much better person, you will understand why you're doing the mitzvot, and you do the main thing of the mitzvot. It's not a technicality, clean for Pesach. You could clean for Pesach from every dust that there is, but there is, any, there is a magazine on the shelf which is not supposed to be in the house, or there is any bad CD over there, and you could leave it there. Why? I clean for Pesach. I don't clean from uh, Pritzut. Yeah, but this is chametz, even bigger than the dust that you find now. You have to try the same thing. You have to burn the chametz. You have to throw all the bad thing in this fire, the same thing. Because the chametz is our chametz in our heart. That's the main chametz. So if we're dealing now for two weeks, we're going to take care about Pesach, but we should not forget for a second even the purpose of the mitzvot the purpose of the mitzvot that you will not act like the goim chas v'shalom and looking on ourselves and ba'alei ga'ava and a person could come home Friday night and you see his wife making him 20 types of salads but he come to do Kiddush and he see the chalot is not covered and he screamed to him, his wife, why you always forget to cover the chalot? Where is the cover? In front of all the guests. And do you think that's Ratzon Hashem? What, why we have to cover the chalot? What's the reason? One of the reasons is because of the man, but the other reason is because usually the bread is in first before the wine. But right now we may, we have to make kiddush first, so we want to cover the chalot. The chalot we should not get embarrassed. Do you think the chalot have feelings that will get embarrassed? The chalot doesn't have any feeling. The rabbis want you to understand that if we have to respect the chala, not to let it embarrass, how much more so we have to respect our friends, our wives, that they do have feelings. So that's all the purpose of the covering of the chalot. So by a person screaming on his wife, is doing 
exactly the opposite. What the purpose of the mitzvah? That not to embarrass people. But sometimes we don't understand and we focus on the mitzvah, but we forgetting the main thing. Like people come for Rosh Hashanah night, they're careful of all the simanim to eat pomegranate and all the simanim that the Chazal gave us. But the biggest siman of to be angry or to scream, that's we could skip. Where a person will go with to do the mitzvot as mitzvot anashim is technicality just we have to do what they're inside. How we become better people. How we become close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu with all these 613. With all this cleaning of Pesach. How? If you look for chametz, different chametz also. If you see a CD in the house that not belong there, throw it. If you see something, some magazine that not supposed to be there, throw it out. If you see a book, that the book is not belong to the Jewish home, throw it out. It's worse than a bread. Because it's metameyu neshama, the neshama of the kids. And some people think, man or woman, that I could do it. It's not... For my kids, it's not good, but for me, it's good. It's not such a thing. If it will damage you, the kids will follow you, they will behave like you, they're going to read it as the same thing like you. Because our kids is exactly our copy machine. Copy machine, exactly the same. Xerox. Whatever you behave, you're going to see by them. Exactly. That's the Gemara said. Shuta de'anuka o de'avua o de'ime. The speech, the behaving of a yanuka, of a kid, is either it come from his father or from his mother. That's it. Today, unfortunately, we have a friend very close to. But the main behaving is coming from the parents. So if you see something which is not good, you have to throw it. You have to really be mevair the chametz. You have to be mevair our midot. The chametz shebalev. To sacrifice ourselves. This is the biggest korban. If we're talking about korbanot, when you bring yourself in the front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And Moshe Rabbeinu, he breaks the luchot. Moshe Rabbeinu, the last pasuk in the Torah, Lechol Amora Gadol, what does it mean that he breaks the Luchot? Why is the breaking of the Luchot finish up the Torah? Why is the last Pasuk of bringing the Luchot? Because Moshe Rabbeinu wants so much the Luchot. And he 
wanted to have them. מכתב מכתב אלוקים הוא. It's לוחות from Hashem. It's so important to him. But he understands that he has to break it. And he has to break his wishes and his רצונות. And everything that he wants in order for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to forgive, in order for the pe- people to change. And that's with the last pasuk in the Torah. Because all the Torah, לא ניתנה תורה אלא לצרף בהם את הבריות. The Torah will give us in order should be people, better people. So cannot be contradiction. If you make a wedding, you're taking care about every little thing in kashrut. Don't bring, don't bring uh, Bishul Israel. You need the Bet Yosef. We need, we need the, 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 we're not allowed to have strawberries. You have to peel it. Might be, everything is good. But if you look in the wedding, go inside, you hear such a blast music. Lights. feeling of, of not a place of Kedushah. So what's the all big deal of the Kashrut that you're taking care about every little thing, but from the other side you could give a feeling of Chas V'Shalom, the place of the Goyim, or you go into the Wedding with Hashem HaKadosh Baruch Hu B'chvodo V'atzmo is there. We sang in Birkat Amazon by the wedding Shasimcha Bimono. And the rabbi says if there is mixed wedding or there is mixed dancing or there is not sneout, you should not say this word because there is no Simcha Bimono. Hashem is not happy. That's so far because you're missing the whole understanding of what Hashem wants. We're just doing the technical thing. And Hashem wants you that you will come, you will feel the Kedushah. You will feel the weddings. You have to come back, you feel you go up in Avodat Hashem. You now, you're going to serve Hashem better. You see Simcha. You see Rat Shamaim. And you become, you go home. You want to be close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu because I see how much happiness people Hashem gave them. Instead, Chaz V'Shalom, you could go home with 3,000 of Averot on Marot Asurot, on Musica Asura, on being in the place which could cause you to go down in Irat Shamayim. That's what we want the wedding will be like. That's what we want our bar mitzvah to look like. That it's birthday with games, machines, playing. What's a connection to mitzvah? רב מוישה פיינשטיין רייט, אם היה בידי הייתי מבטל את בר המצווה שלא מביא לאדם שום חיזוק ביראת שמיים. If it was in my hand, I will not 
make a bar mitzvah, the big ceremony, I will do something small, but I cannot stop it. What do you mean to say? It doesn't mean don't do bar mitzvah. I mean that the bar mitzvah has to give chizuk to the boy. Not that chizuk gashmi, chizuk ruchani, that he will bring rabbis, and the rabbi will say divrei Torah, and the boy will have somebody to look up to, and he will want to be like this, and they're going to give him musar, and they will dance in the smoke that I now gadol, that I could fulfill the mitzvot of Hashem. And that's what the bar mitzvah has to present. Not that kind of music, blasting, and everybody jumping, and the tzniut is not tzniut, and chas v'shalom, many, many bad things that could happen. That's not the purpose of bar mitzvah. That's what Ramon Feinstein meant. And that's what you have to look in all the Torah, that le'enei kol Yisrael, le'chol hayad ha'chazaka, Moshe Rabbeinu sacrifice himself, Avraham Avinu sacrifice himself. We have to live and be a korban to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And, and this way we're going to come to Pesach, that we will be as we're cleaning and we're preparing and we take our wishes, and we want to eat something, chametz, but Hashem says, no, you're not allowed to have it. And we spend a lot of money for matzot, and we do so much for the mitzvah. Why? Because we have to put our wishes on the side, and to do the wish, the ratzon of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this is a korban to Hashem. So Be'ezrat Hashem, I will wish everyone that it will be easy, and not in b'simchacha, velo chas v'shalom, b'zmachloket, and with cars, and everything will go in the right way. Be'ezrat Hashem na'asev v'natzliach, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu will see how much we sacrifice to Him, and He will show us the Geulah. Amen. Can hear it soon.